How to choose between structure and flexibility in problem solving. Hi, my name is Amit Batra and let's talk about how would you balance between structuring and making your problem solving approach flexible enough to successfully handle the problem. Most of us know that problems we face, especially in an organizational setup, fall broadly in one of the four buckets. First is when you have a known problem and a known solution. Second, you have a known problem and an unknown solution. Third, is an unknown problem and a known solution. And finally, the fourth one, unknown problem and unknown solution. Identifying the category of a problem is a good starting point to assess if you want to skew towards keeping a flexible approach in your problem-solving journey or tighten the screws towards a more structured problem-solving approach. Let's take a closer look at these four categories to evaluate where a high amount of structuring would work and where a high amount of flexibility would be better. Let's talk about the first category where you have a known problem and a known solution. Problems in this category are the easiest to solve. Most of the times, the causation is obvious and fixing that takes care of the problem at hand. These are also the problems that may have reoccurrence rate associated with them. That is, these problems have occurred in the past and there is some precedence to reflect on. Problems in this bucket are a good candidate to find a preventive solution that comprehensively removes the occurrence of the problem itself. Let's take a scenario to understand these four categories better. Imagine a car for which the company later realizes that the rolled out car was fitted with a faulty airbag system. In such a case, the problem has a well-defined contour and the solution is also well-known. Change the airbag system or amend it. We see cars being recalled all the time to fix such issues. With problems in this category, especially for short-term solution, structuring the problem with a lesser degree of flexibility is better. You aim to focus on execution speed and elimination of the immediate problem at the earliest. With a longer term view, one can expand flexibility to try to eliminate such problems by redesigning or using other preventive techniques. Let's move on to the second category, which is known problems with unknown solutions. Problems in this category are easy to spot but not easy to solve. In such a category, causation is not established well enough. Problems in this category are best handled with high level of structure while establishing the causation effectively. But keeping it rather fluid and flexible from that point onwards to design new and a variety of solutions. Techniques like DOE, that's design of experiments, etc., are good ways to square off all scenarios 
and identify what are the factors influencing the problems most. Coming back to our car example, imagine customers complain that their car tends to lose its grip on the road and skid while making sharp turns. Here the problem is known, but the solution may not be obvious. Such problems are a good candidate for structured problem-solving approaches like Six Sigma etc. to systematically eliminate potential causes and fix the problem with a high degree of certainty. Let's move on to the third category, that's unknown problems and known solutions. Well, this is an interesting category for problem solvers. Many a time, a solution is known but the problem is not well established. This is very common in the software industry where the desired outcome is known but the bug causing the issue is difficult to spot. Problems in such categories are best handled with a high degree of flexibility in problem identification. You would want to try out different approaches to try to replicate the problem. If replication is successful, you can be relatively confident that the causation is well established. Once this stage is accomplished in the problem solving journey, a structure can be put in place to ensure accelerated and lack of variance in execution. With our car example, let us take a scenario where, say, few customers report that their tail lights fuse often. In this example, although part of the solution is to change the tail lights is known, but that may not be the complete solution since what is causing the tail lights to fuse for a few customers has not been established. So for such problems, a higher degree of flexibility is needed to identify the problem itself to establish replication successfully before a complete solution can be implemented. Now let's talk about the last category, the fourth category which is unknown problems and unknown solutions. Problems in this category are the hardest to solve. Here neither the problem is established nor you know what could be a solution. Such problems need maximum flexibility and the least amount of structuring in almost the entire problem-solving journey. Problems in this category are good candidates for a high amount of experimentation and faster feedback loops. What you want to do here is to define the problem as a series of hypotheses as creatively as possible and then experiment rapidly to establish or discard them. MVPs, which could be minimum viable process, minimum viable product, etc., are a good way of addressing such problems. In our car example, imagine if a car company increases the features, efficiency, and looks of the car, but the sales still decline. Here, the problem is not obvious or why this car sales are declining. You may argue that the problem may not be related to the car itself at all, 
and maybe there are other factors at play. So neither the solution here is known nor is the problem. Should you improve the car or spend more on marketing or exit the market completely? What options do you have? You really do not know at this point. Such problems are generally highly complex, which needs a bouquet of different dimensions of approaching the problem. A good way to handle such problems is by creating multiple teams dedicated to exploring different forces at work. Till a stage is reached where one can identify the problem with a higher level of confidence. I'm reminded of a quote by Nato Khan who says, if you are unable to understand the cause of a problem, it is impossible to solve it. I hope you found this useful. Take care.